Hey everybody, welcome to the Disney Underground. I know typically we launch our episodes with our opening music, but today we're doing something a little different. We had a bit of a dilemma this week due to a tropical storm and some of the cast members losing some power. And because of that, we weren't sure if we should skip this week or just put out the best show possible under the circumstances that we had. And uh, after us all discussing it, we decided that the show must go on. So please pardon our pixie dust for this one episode only, and hopefully by next week we should be right as rain. And uh, now I guess the only thing left for me to say is... Take it away, Kylo Ren. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody. This is the Disney Underground Podcast, Episode 1. We are your experimental podcast of tomorrow, and we are brought to you by The Magical Lifestyle. And on today's episode, we will be discussing the recent reopening of the Walt Disney World. And when we first go back, what's the first park we want to go to, the first attraction we want to do, and the first place we'd like to eat. So with that, let's introduce the rest of the cast. First, we've got Bridget. How you doing, Bridge? Hey. Hey, meow. And then we've got Eric. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys. I'm doing well. Then let's say hello to Randy. Hi. And then last but not least, let's say hello to Angelique. Hey, guys. And today's episode is brought to you by today's sponsor, The Magic Mirror Company. They make Disney-themed and non-Disney-themed tumblers. Uh, They do a really great job. I actually have a few myself. And in a little bit, we're going to let you guys know how you can win one. Um, It's actually a Coco-inspired tumbler that they created for our giveaway today that they're sponsoring. So stay tuned. We're going to let you guys know how you can earn a chance to win a tumbler by by The Magic Mirror Company. Um, You can also, and you can find them at Etsy.com backslash shop backslash magic mirror co or you can find them on instagram at magic underscore mirror co definitely check out their work they make some great stuff you can actually dm them on instagram to uh design your own tumblr they can actually help you personalize your own tumblr so check them out you're gonna i think you're really gonna love it um as a matter of fact you're gonna get to hear from janelle from the magic mirror company in a little bit she'll be joining us uh to tell us about her uh her company, and I think you guys are going to like to hear from her and see what she's got coming up in the future. Um, but first, let's go over this week's giveaway. So uh, there are some rules. Every week we have uh, a trivia question for you guys that you can answer, and um, by answering it correctly, you enter the giveaway. So here are the rules. First, you're going to want to make sure you're following us on Instagram, and that's at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. And then you're going to want to DM us your correct answer to the trivia question. All correct answers get entered into a drawing, and one lucky winner will be picked on next week's episode, Monday, August 17th. Um, And we'll be accepting entries from this moment forward or as soon as the question is asked to Thursday, August 13th at 6 p.m. So make sure you answer as soon as you know the answer. No later than Thursday, the 13th at 6 p.m. All right, guys. And so today's question is, and now the big question, on last Wednesday, August 5th episode of Top 5, it featured Angelique and her Top 5 Walt Disney World restaurants. What was Angelique's number one restaurant? Okay, so you're going to want to answer that question. You're going to send us a DM with the correct answer. You get entered into the drawing for this really cool Coco-inspired tumbler from the Magic Mirror Company. All right, guys, so good luck. And again, you have until Thursday, August 13th, 6 p.m. to send in your answers. And again, you're going to DM them to our Instagram at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. All right, guys, good luck. So now let's kick it over to Eric for the Disney TV and Movie Minute. 
What do you got for us, Eric? All right, everyone. Coming to Disney Plus this Friday, August 14th, we have Weird But True, episode 301, Zombies 2, starring Meg Donnelly, The Greatest Showman, which is my personal favorite, starring Hugh Jackman, Ant-Man and the Wasp, starring Paul, Paul Rudd, Magic Camp, a Disney Plus original film, starring Adam Devine, Jeffrey Tambor, and Jillian Jacobs, Muppets Now, episode three of season one, a new episode of One Day a Disney. This week's episode is about Pavan Kamkai, the manager of broadcasting engineering at Disney Streaming Services. And again, this is everything coming to Disney Plus this Friday, August 14th. Pretty cool stuff, if you ask me. I'm excited for The Greatest Showman, a Disney Plus original film. It sounds like some great stuff. Yeah, the, the Magic Kingdom, I'm excited too. I like that cast. Jeffrey Tambor is an oldie but a goodie. He's really funny. And Adam Devine, I mean, you've seen him in stuff like Pitch Perfect and mm-hmm. a number of whole slew of things. I love Pitch Perfect. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. I mean, he's been he's great in a lot of things. He's, he's a funny dude. Um, you know what else is too? I don't know if you guys ever have you guys caught any of the episodes. Is One Day at Disney is really just a cool series. I don't know if you guys caught it. If you haven't, it's really informative, just cool Disney info and kind of like behind the scenes look on a lot of stuff. It's really dope. So okay, so now let's get into a little bit of Disney news. What do you got for us, Bridget? All right. So first up, live action Mulan is headed for Disney Plus. Thank God. So due to COVID nineteen outbreak, Mulan has been delayed a few times this year, but Disney has come up with a way to bring the film to us, even though theaters have been shut down. So starting September. 4th, Mulan will be available on Disney Plus for an additional fee of $29.99. And Disney CEO Bob Chapek said that due to the pandemic, Disney has been forced to find different approaches to serve the, the customers and the fans. And Chapek was quoted that we thought it was important to find alternate way to bring the exceptional family-friendly film to them in a timely manner. And this could signal changes for theater releases in the future even when the pandemic comes to an end. We, you know, we can only wait and tell. I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to release things online instead of in the mm-hmm. theaters the way that things yeah. are going but I'm just happy that we get our hands on the live action Mulan because I cannot wait yeah, absolutely same love Mulan love love I can't wait for it and I think this is gonna be a good test scale for them to find out like with Black Widow I mean Black Widow is supposed to be coming up not too much further than that mm-hmm. you know in, in, mm-hmm. the Marvel, in the Avengers series or in the Marvel series so you know you might see them do the same thing with that and I know when you hear like, an additional $30 I already paid for my Disney Plus why should I pay an additional $30 but I, I get it to an extent, but you also got to think about it. If Mulan was in the theaters right now, you take a family of four to see Mulan. You're spending like yeah, you're paying per head. You're not paying. You're not paying twenty nine ninety nine person. You're paying fifteen to twenty a person, and then you're bringing the whole family. So you're you're going to be spending less money by paying this extra fee on Disney Plus. Yeah, I, I would imagine too. Now, if you're just a, if you're just one person, I get where you could say oh, I got to spend thirty dollars to see a movie that would have cost me ten dollars. I get it. There's also Good the part. convenience of not getting sick going to a movie theater and also being able to watch it in your pajamas on the couch. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, and you, you, again, this could really change movie theaters. Like the same way you don't find drive-in theaters anymore anywhere. You might get to where, where you might start seeing a lot less movie theaters just because they might find this as a cheaper avenue for them to display their yeah media. more streaming services yeah. exactly so definitely uh, I mean listen I'm, I'm going to pay the only thing I don't know and I, 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 we got to find out is are we paying $30 to own the film like how when you buy a film on Amazon you kind of own it in a file or are we spending $30 for like 24 hours it says yeah. it will be available on Disney Plus and knowing Disney I'm sure it, it's on there permanently I would yeah, hope that's so what I would assume I feel like Disney 
companies and trying to just make a quick buck. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's it's something that they're going to end up letting you keep. No, I, I hope so. And to all yeah. listeners, you know, obviously we can't tell you definitively one way or the other because we don't even know yet. And um, we would love to know if you if anybody does know out there, DM us and let us know. It would be great if that could be a movie that we would just have on there once we pay the $30. It's our little file of a, of a yeah. upstream film that we have now. So uh, what do you got for us, uh, Ange, with the news today? So actually some really exciting news. Uh, so Walt Disney's Animal Kingdom actually welcomed a brand new baby mandrel, mm. uh, July 25th. Mom, Scarlet, and Dad Linus still haven't revealed the baby's gender yet, but it seems like Scarlet is showing off her baby to the rest of the mandrel troop. Um, so I just want to wish the best of luck to the brand new parents and can't wait to hear the name reveal. And or, or if it's a boy or a girl, they didn't. Oh yeah, they, didn't even they don't even know, which is weird. You would think the yeah, they, the, uh, the vets would know, but I guess they're not letting them. Get they don't want to get too close. To, yeah, you know, it's too young. They don't want to upset them. Yeah, and that. that's really so they're big, right? They're like one of, aren't they like one of the biggest of the primate family or the species? I thought they were smaller. I thought I think mandrels are big. I don't know. I don't want to mess with you the way. What do you got for us, Randy Lynn, and Disney News? All right. So Disney Plus appears to be flourishing during the pandemic. Uh, since the Disney streaming service began, it has added over 60 million subscribers. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> do you think the news of Mulan release will add to that? I got to imagine it will, man. Like, if you hear that you can get the Mulan, you can't get it otherwise. Yeah. Like, if you didn't have yeah. Disney Plus right yet, say for whatever reason you were like one of the last, the, people. The last people on earth to not have Disney Plus. You tell me, guys. Would you? Would you be like, you know what, Mulan's coming out. I'm just gonna get it. I'm sure a lot of people did it for Hamilton too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hamilton was amazing. It was yeah. so good. Oh my god, I loved it. I, I, yeah. I literally, I, I, I was just telling my daughter literally like a few minutes ago that I literally every day there's another one of the songs that are just in my head. I can't get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. Like, he I just walk around singing. Literally, brained in my head. The music is so good. So yeah, great. It's the Hamilton was great. Mm-hmm. Hamilton was great. Yeah. Right, so then we got a couple other things too in Disney news. It looks like. Animal Kingdom, they're releasing some new up material, up merchandise. They got a wild and free Kevin t-shirt, uh, a few other things too. They got some tumblers and stuff. So that you look out for that at Animal Kingdom, if you can get to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> and then also <laughs> Disney Stock Market Watch. The uh, third quarter revenue plummeted about, what they say, 42%. And uh, But at this moment, actually shares are up today. They went up yesterday about $10 a share. And today they went up like another 4 or $5 a share. I think it's one of those things where you're going to see Disney come out of the pandemic really good. Like it came down enough where it was nice for people to kind of buy into Disney. And I think once everything kind of settles, you're going to see Disney go right back up to what it normally is. And it's going to be a nice little cash hole for people that might have had the sense to get into it over the pandemic as to where it's going to end up going back to. So mm-hmm. so anyway, with that, this week's sponsor, Janelle from Magic Mirror Company. How are you doing, Janelle? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. We're, we're so happy to have you as a sponsor of this week's episode and, and, and be part of the giveaway. Uh, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit, you know, everyone about, about your company, Magic Mirror Company. Okay, so uh, Magic Mirror Company um, started off last October and I didn't start off with tumblers. I actually started off with mini ear. Okay. And it was, yeah, it was, it was around fall. So um, I was a craft store one day and I saw these pumpkins and I thought it'd be cute on our, your head <laughs> as Mickey, as a Mickey head. So that's where it started because I love the fall. I love Disneyland at the, in fall is probably my favorite time of year over Christmas, over everything. The fall, I love the color. So um, that's basically where I got my inspiration started for Magic Miracle. Um, and then that kind of went a little slow, a little slow. So um, I started just thinking, what am I going to do next? I, I need something. Thing. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I need something for myself. And then, I mean, I'm obsessed with Starbucks. 
both. And Disney <laughs> put them together. So that's kind of where it started, just making Disney-inspired tumblers, Starbucks tumblers. Yeah, and they really, they're just really awesome stuff. It's, it's just gorgeous stuff that you do. You. Um, we have a Thank couple you. of, we, you know, we have a couple of them and uh, I love them. <laughs> we, you know, I, my daughter claimed them all pretty much, except uh, <laughs> we, and again, this week's giveaway is the Coco-inspired tumbler that, that you guys gave us to you know put towards the, the, uh, the giveaway. Um, so we want to thank you for that. Yeah. And um, what, so what else, what do you have coming up? Anything new that you guys are working on? So yeah, we actually just started working on straw toppers. <laughs> so there are Disney-inspired straw toppers, mini headbands, Mickey Mouse, and those Mickey hats. So we're just starting them off, testing them out, and with our new fall colors. So we're going to have a fall line, Disney-inspired fall line, and they will be themed to the tumbler. That's very cool. And I, I don't even know if we mentioned earlier, but you also make non-Disney. It doesn't have to be Disney. You do personalized stuff. You do non-Disney stuff. I've seen, I think I think you guys had like um, some sport team ones as well. Uh, so, I mean, if anybody's interested in just in general, just always, you know, just DM you on Instagram or you know, um, where can Etsy, they find you on Instagram? I'm sorry. <laughs> where can they find you on Instagram and where they can find you on Etsy? And so that way they can, if they are looking for something a little bit more personalized, something special just for them, one of their own thing, where can they reach you? Well, on Instagram is where I do my, mostly my um, custom orders. So someone can DM me and they just let me know what they like. And then the inspiration kind of comes from there. Yeah, I do non-Disney. I do a lot of sport teams. So I'm from California. So I do a lot of Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh. And those are my best sellers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, personally not a Dodgers fan. I'm an Angels fan and grew up in Orange County. Uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> my but um, oh no, <laughs> uh, I do a lot of sports teams and uh, soccer teams as well. Um, and then also non-Disney like Harry Potter, The Simpsons, and things like that. Any anything that anyone likes. Like yesterday, I did a Street Fighter, and oh, so really cool. it was so it it great being able to message someone, talk to someone, and getting to know what they like and personalizing it for them. And that's what I I enjoy to do most personalization. Gives you a chance to be um, more creative, I guess. Right? You kind of start yeah, exactly. scratch on the project. Yeah, and then it's something that no one else will have, even though mm -hmm. I can duplicate it. I I never make them. I never try to make them the same. I always try to do them just a little bit different, so that you kind of have your one of a kind experience with that. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. So, guys, definitely out there, you're definitely gonna want to check them out. They make honestly some of the most gorgeous stuff you're gonna see uh, as far as your tumblers. And um, thank you again. You have a chance to win a, a Coco inspired tumbler this week. So just check her out. And again, give us give us the uh, place where they can find you again one more time. Uh, magic underscore miracle on Instagram and on Etsy, it is Magic Miracle with no face. It's straight with miracle. All right. Well, we want to thank you for joining us, Janelle, and good luck to you and your business. And um, I'm sure we'll have me. you on. Oh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll we'll have you on again soon. Have a good one. All right. Can't wait. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. Hey, hey Bridget. Yeah. Hey, Bridget, got a, I got a question. Yeah. What do you call a fish with two knees? Tuna fish. Tuna fish. That is such a dad joke. That is such a dad joke. I can't <laughs> believe this is on air. of dad jokes. Like, legit the king. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then that will bring us. I think you've actually told that joke before. I'm sorry. Definitely I think I should has. tell it once a day, actually. That was like a recycled joke right there. It yeah. is. So that and that brings us to our Disney topic talk for today, which is Disney reopening. Uh, what is your first park that you want to get to? Your first attraction you want to get to? And your first dining experience you want to experience? Bridget, let's start with you. All right, so. I, I've spent, I've probably gone to Disney once every year with my husband for the last like five years, but 
the the park that I picked, the area that I picked, is a place that I haven't been to yet. And I'm very excited to see. And it's Hollywood Studios, but specifically Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I haven't seen the new Star Wars area, and I am a diehard Star Wars fan. So I'm going to be one of those people that gets up super early and is like first in line when the we'll park opens. And I'm going to be dressed up as Rey. And I'm going to go in full garb with their hair and the knots on the back of her head and everything. <laughs> and I already have like a premium lightsaber that I made in like to, um, Tomorrowland one of the other times that I went so I'll be all ready to go that's like number one on my list that's cool that's cool yeah I think that's where else I mean, where else would you especially I've known you for long enough to know that you are a Star Wars junkie yeah that's, and and my about. husband has me beat as a Star Wars fan which is saying a lot yeah. like a lot <laughs> What is so the, I think God, I'm sorry. No, I was um he's even more excited about going to to Star Wars area and he's been nonstop talking about it for months. So it's gonna happen sooner or later. That's awesome. So what about your first ride? Which is the first ride you want to get on or first attraction you want to see? It's gonna be the Millennium Falcon uh smugglers run. I mean, I have seen the the inside of the Millennium Falcon like probably a million times on film, but you get to actually be inside and steer it and fly it. So that just sounds amazing to me. It's like a bucket list thing that actually can happen. That's awesome. So that's going to be the first ride that I hit when I'm there. Cool. And I know you're a real foodie, so what is your dining experience? So ironically, um, sticking with the Star Wars theme, I picked a place that doesn't really have much of a food selection, but the they have a lot of um, drinks, um, non-alcoholic and alcoholic. But um, in the Star Wars area, um, Oga's Cantina, you know, thinking about episode four of Star Wars, there's a cantina in that movie. And I'm just like thinking of that music like, dun, 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 dun. and I just want that music playing when I walk in. But they have a really cool selection of like Star Wars themed tr- like drinks. They actually have one called the Jedi Mind Trick. But they also have a, a drink called Blue Bantha. So for those who haven't jumped on the Star Wars bandwagon already, in the Star Wars universe, milk's natural color is blue, okay? And you see them drinking it in the movies. So they have blue milk there in Star Wars, in the Star Wars area called Blue Bantha. And it's just made of like chilled coconut milk and some flavoring. And it's actually vanilla butter sugar cookie inspired drinks. So it's like a dessert in a glass. It's not alcoholic. It just looks like blue milk. So that has to happen. And um, and they do have, but they do have a couple snacks. So they have like a cured meat, like cheese platter that, um, that I would get. But this place has cider on tap. They have wine on tap. So it just seems like a fun place to be. So even... In a, in a galaxy far, far away, they have charcuterie boards, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. And the green milk. You didn't mention, you, you know, I don't even know if you know, they have the green milk too, not just blue milk. There's a green milk. No, they don't. No, they don't. Oh, no, no, Bridget, I'm telling you, they have a green milk. <laughs> they have a green milk. There's a blue milk and a green milk. I don't, I don't believe anything you say. You're always trying to get me. Um, no, if they do, I'm teasing you. This is definitely <laughs> all right, yeah. No, no, you're gonna go down there and be like, I want the green milk, and they're gonna look at you like, What did you talk? Yeah, I don't know I if I want green milk to be green. Blue is okay. I think green is a little too weird. But Sound. they uh but that's definitely on uh the top of my like my meal drink list. What about you, Randy? Oh, um, I guess the ride I would okay, so I'm kinda weird and <laughs> the way I get my day started when it comes to going to like any theme park really is I wanna go on like a fast ride or like something that's like I guess gonna get my heart like racing and stuff. So I think Space Mountain probably be like the first ride I would want to go on. Classic. So 
Yeah. Um, I'm actually going in January. I just planned a trip for January with my mom and I'm going to force her to go on Space Mountain with me <laughs> because I want to go, obviously, to get my day started. Um, but yeah, I think Space Mountain's just like a good ride to like get you pumped up for the day and stuff. So definitely Space Mountain for my ride. For my restaurant, Ohana is actually, we've always gone to Ohana no matter what, like any Disney trip I've ever been on. Besides, I think one, we've always gone to Ohana. So um, I personally like it there. I like seeing Stitch and Lilo all the time while I'm there. And uh, yeah, it's, a, it's one of my favorite restaurants. So that's definitely one of the first restaurants I'd like to go to. So when you say Ohana, you still, you mean the breakfast? Yeah. Yeah. You, you have, you've been there for dinner or no? No, I haven't. I want to try going in January. Oh, the chicken wings. The chicken <laughs> wings. Yeah, no joke. So, all right. And, w- and which park? Was it Magic Kingdom was your, was your park? Because I know yeah. the ride was Magic Kingdom. Yeah. All right. So what about you? Uh, what about you, Ange? So for me, actually, the first park I want to go to, I think, is Epcot. I think that's just our family's favorite park. Um, we usually, like, when we say a boardwalk, it's just a nice little walk over for us. And to experience the countries again and just eating all that nice, you know, food mm-hmm. from all the different carts, I just, I love it. I feel like there's no, like, better like, experience for us as a family, especially, than just, like, or no more like memorable or traditional experience for us than just like walking around the countries and just like spending our morning doing that. Cause I feel like that's just, that's what we always yeah. do. So that's definitely like the first thing I want to ex- like experience in the first park I want to go to. But as far as my first ride, I want to go back on, um, it has to be Avatar's Flight of Passage. I absolutely love that ride. I think it's just, it, there's an experience like no other there. I, I mean, Soren, I feel like is the most comparable thing, but even I think it's, Flight of Passage blows Soren out of the water in that aspect. It's sto- it's soaring on steroids. It, yeah, you just you f- it feels so real like the the wind in your face and the splashes of water and it just it's amazing So that's definitely gonna be the first ride I want to go back on even if I have to wait three hours for it or you know Possibly more but yeah, no, that's definitely the, the first ride. I want to go back on awesome And what do you wait? What are you looking to eat your first meal? And what do you want to eat my first meal gotta be chef art Smith's homecoming? I mean, I think you already know why too because you're the the mac and cheese snob. the mac and cheese snob Um, yeah, I want it's Mama's mac and cheese, it's unreal. It's it's really just the best mac and cheese I've ever had and I know my mac and cheese. So yeah. What about the fried chicken? I see I love fried chicken. I mean it's it's oh no, the fried chicken is amazing there. But for me, I just want a big bowl of mac and cheese from there. Like that's, that's all it. I want. And you hear me probably talk about it at least once a week for that mac and cheese. I have about how much I'm craving. Yeah, it's it. annoying. So um I gotta say that's that's definitely the first thing I want going back there. All right, let's kick it over to Eric, man. What about you, dude? I would say for the park, Magic Kingdom, specifically, I would love to go there during Halloween. I've never been there during the Hot Mickey's Not So Spooky Spectacular and Halloween Party and Hocus Pocus. I love Halloween, and I have not been to the Magic Kingdom park during Halloween, so I would love to do that specific. It, it, um, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Two things I love most about Disney between parks and things. One of the top things I love is Magic Kingdom at, at Halloween time. It's yeah. it's so much it's fun. favorite and like Hocus Pocus is my favorite and it's just and villains. It's literally me in a nutshell. So definitely that. For my ride, even though it's not in Magic Kingdom, I, I'm a little skeptical saying this one because I do get a little motion sick. So I'd have to take some Dramamine or something, but the rock and roller coaster. I I love big drops and just the thrill of a real roller coaster coaster so i don't know with my old age if (laughs) my stomach and my head will be right for it but you know i'll just have a cocktail after and i'll be all right (laughs) i 
could sit on a couch and someone could be like shaking their leg a little and I'll get a little motion sick. Like that's how bad it is, but I'll be fine. But like I said, I'll have a cocktail and this ties into my next answer. The restaurant would have to be the storybook dining with Snow White specifically. Um, if people want to know, it's at Artist Point in the Wilderness Lodge. Their cocktail menu looks amazing. It's literally like evil queen, Disney villain realness. And it's everything that I want drink wise. I'm also a picky eater. So I don't eat beef, pork, seafood. I'm a very picky eater. And they just have typical like American cuisine, which is what I like. Um, I also love Snow White, the Seven Dwarves, the Evil Queen. So I do like that they have character dining. And guess what, guys? I'm a little frugal. And this is an affordable <laughs> restaurant. So it's everything that I want wrapped in a nutshell. So the service there is really amazing. Too. Yeah, I've never I've never been there to this restaurant. But this is one that I have to check out. Especially yeah. during Halloween. Yeah, well, and just in general, I mean, it's just that, like, I love Magic Kingdom on Halloween, but that restaurant specifically is great any time of year. Every place has great service in Disney. You're not going to find a bad, a bad service, yeah. but that, that place is really good. Great food, great service, and the character dining is really cool. Absolutely. For me, mine is, you know, it's going to be pretty much somewhat similar to Angie's. Just I think we have the same traditions and experiences. For me, it's also very much Epcot. It's always the first park we go to. It's always the last park we go to whenever we go. You don't even get to our room yet. We're already heading right into the into, into Epcot. We usually, more times than not, we're at Boardwalk. Yeah, we drop our bags off at the... At the Bellhop, and then yeah. we just walk right in. So usually, and again, that's mostly where we stay. I just love walking the country. In fact, like, and that's what I'm going to say is, is I don't even really necessarily have, it's not really a ride or attraction. For me, it is the Food and Wine Festival. Yeah. walking through the countries. I could walk through the countries every day of my life if <laughs> I could. Like, there's a couple of rides in there, but they're, they're you know, gentle rides. But that's not even what it is. It's just, I don't know, it's just something I've been doing since, as long as I can remember going to Disney, that was always like a big part, just walk through the countries, sampling food from different areas, uh, sampling different drinks from different areas from all the different countries. And then during the Food One Fest, it's kicked up a notch because they have booths from countries that they don't normally have as pavilions. So you get to try stuff from Greece or from Brazil, stuff where they don't have a pavilion for. Yeah. And, um, and it's Always, it's always like sampled size so mm-hmm. you don't get full you can literally eat for like all the way around oh yeah hours <laughs> all the way around it it's not like you're eating a big meal where you like you got to shut it down you eat you know it's like a little slider here or a little you know bowl of something there and then by the next thing you know you ate like 10 different things and um and that's always been like my favorite favorite experience um the place that i can't wait to go back to and unfortunately right now it's still not open is uh the flying fish it's oh yeah it's the place that i'll go to always the first night when we get to disney the last night before we leave and, and then, then probably one other time in the one day. or two other times <laughs> in the scope of the vacation I'm eating at and uh, it's just it's just a place that's always it's felt like home to me dining wise you know I just love the food I love the atmosphere I love when you get out after eating you can walk out to the boardwalk and there's usually the magic shows going on at night there's the ga- the boardwalk games boardwalk's always popping it's always alive there's always like a ton of people just walking and just kind of enjoying nightlife at the boardwalk you eat your meal you come out and then there you go you, you, you're amongst just a bunch of people just going to get ice cream or like I said, watching the magic tricks and, and, and the, the comedians on the boardwalk. So it's just it's just a fun experience. So that's kind of like where I think I would, um, my, my first trip is hopefully, and I, you know, right now we're planning to go back in September, uh, me and my wife. So I'm hoping all those things kind of come true in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks because the Food and Wine Fest is still going. Hopefully things don't get shut down again. Hopefully things are safe. We'll see. Hopefully again, hopefully Disney looks like, all the videos that I've seen, Disney seems like it might be one of the safest places on the planet right now with the way they're handling the social distancing and the mask 
tasks where, where Florida might be a mess. I feel like when you're in the Magic, we're not even just the Magic Kingdom, but in Disney World at least in general, um, it seems like they've done a good job of keeping people safe. So far, at least, fingers crossed, it stays that way. Going down there is the, is the scariest part of it. I think once I'm down there, I'll be fine. Because again, it seems like they're doing, they're taking all the right precautions. I'm just worried about the flight. So with that, I want to say thank you to everybody for joining us. That uh, that does it for this episode. Real quick before we go, let me just remind you guys about the contest again. We'll, we'll give you the trivia question and how to enter. Again, the trivia question is, what was Angelique's number one restaurant on last Wednesday's Disney Top 5 WDW restaurants? And so you pick Angelique's number one, you figure out, you find out what her number one restaurant was. You will DM us at The Magical Lifestyle. It's at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. And what we'll do is we're going to pick out of all the correct answers, We'll pick one lucky winner in a raffle and we will reveal that winner on next week's episode, a week from today, um, Monday the 17th. All right, guys. So with that, I guess that's that'll do it today, right? Eric, want to say goodbye to Eric? Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Goodbye to Bridget. Bye now. Goodbye to Bridget. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. And goodbye to Angelique. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. And I just want to say thank you very much for listening, guys. We appreciate all the listeners that have come in and all the feedback that we've gotten on the first couple of episodes. It's been really positive and, and uh, inspiring to see that, you know, we've already got a lot of good feedback. We appreciate that. So with that, I just want to say, uh, guys, have a good day and a better tomorrow. And we'll see you next week. 